Yo, yo, yo. I'm D. Lee. Hold on. And I can't stand ugly babies. Better believe she cares here. Look out. I'm KJ. And this year, I'm going to work on my relationship. Oh, girl. But first, you got to get in a relationship. Is this how you want to start this off? Hell no. It's the D. Lee Show, y'all. The podcast for radio. We live. Man, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a blessing. Everyone laughing and making it feel big. <laughs> Keep it locked, y'all. It's the D. Lee Show. What up, y'all? I'm D. Lee. I'm KJ. Better believe she cares here. And we are in the building ready to get this started. One, two, three, four, five. It's time for the first five. On the D. Lee Show. What happened now? Okay, y'all, it's the first five. You know how we do. We kick off the first five minutes of our show with something that we have experienced in our life, something that we've went through. You know what I mean? I'm trying to see what Carla is battling due to the fact that she has a heart with a bunch of things within the heart carved in her head. I am I so over this abuse. Is that a birthday cut? Five. Is that a birthday cut? It is a birthday Happy cut. belated birthday. Thank Happy you. Wherever, wherever you want to go for your birthday to eat is on me. Thank you. So, I was out I've of been waiting for you birthday. to feed me for a long time. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. All right. Go ahead. So wherever you want to go. Okay, I'll me. figure it out and I'll text you. And you, you can invite Shakira if you want Thank to. Thank you. And you need to answer this text message the same day. I will. Thank I always you. answer I your text message. No, you don't. I, you have the I'll, worst I'll, text message. You have the worst text messaging ministry ever. Ooh, you get I, down there, I, you give a whole bunch of information, and then you're gone. Right. Well, I do a lot of stuff. Right. Right. But okay. you should feel privileged that you get that access oh, to me. Oh, privilege. Privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank so you. So, is this a birthday cut? Is that what that was? It is a birthday cut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did it does does it have meaning behind not, it? Not none at all. Okay. I just sit in my barber's chair and I'm like, hey, thanks. Do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he puts it on Instagram and then I leave. Mm-hmm. It's no meaning. <laughs> Whatsoever, no, no type of symbolism. Okay. There's nothing going on with me on the inside. I'm right. pretty old. <laughs> right, uh, right. <laughs> so, She's falling apart. <laughs> no, I'm actually not. Bud was, like, was like, "What are you doing, fam?" Uh, right. He's like, "You got Bug your nose pierced." Yeah, that's my. Right, son. He's like, right, "Got right. your nose pierced." Right. You got your hair cut off. Like, is right. this some type of midlife crisis? I thought you were like, "How old are you?" Uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm fine. So, fine. birthday celebrations went well. It did. Excellent. It really nice and subtle. Excellent. <laughs> I saw her standing next to her dad, so I don't know how subtle that was. Actually, it was subtle, even Mm -hmm. though I think he thought we were going to paint houses because he bought me a a cover. I noticed that from head to toe. Yes, and I know you did invite me to a pottery situation, but when I saw y'all and paint outfits, yeah, I doubled down, and I'm glad I did not go. Because I was not wearing that. Yeah, it well, was just, funny because when she said, D, this I said, what are we going to do for your birthday? Oh, we're going to put together, we're going to go to this pottery thing, get some drinks. I said, I'm not going yeah, to that. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> he was like, I love you, though. Talk to you later. Right, I'm not going. like, okay, cool. <laughs> I think it was a little confused. Like, it was like paint gun or like something like that. And it wasn't that paint at all. Paintball. He paint thought, ball. is that what he yeah, thought? I think oh. had to. Did you see the coverall that I was in? But I, I think did. That just adds to who your dad is. That though. is exactly so, who my father is. Right. Yeah, it just added to the He meant well and he made sure I put it on. It was fun. I thought yeah. y'all were going on a kids' slow slime, kids' show slime, you know, with, <laughs> yeah. by the overalls that y'all had yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely not. From no head to toe. Nothing close. We were right there in Winter Park, and we sat at a nice little table, picked out a little plate, mm-hmm. designed it, mm-hmm. put it on the little fire. Yeah, see, I would have been mad at you if I showed up to that. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I just at least had to invite you, because when Shakira didn't you invite did. you to the baby's exactly. party, exactly. it was a whole <laughs> survival right episode. It was. So... <laughs> <laughs> Communication is key. There you go. I like that. What about you, Shaq? What's popping? What's going on? You know, I went to a martini party. Oh, now something like that I may have enjoyed. It is. And I'm actually thinking about having one because it was so much fun. I've never been to a martini mm-hmm. party. Uh, and it showed because I came dressed in cocktail attire and no, no one else you was. Didn't. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, no, you I didn't show up. She showed up like she was going party. to the White House press party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and I wasn't that dressed, but I uh, was definitely overdressed right. more than everyone else that was there. So you had the stilettos on and everything? I did. Oh, this hmm. would have been mm-hmm. hilarious. I you did. Take, you should have took pictures. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did. Her standing next to people with Nikes <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> but right. I won. My drink won. Get I've never made a martini before. What do you mean won? So you got to explain it now. I don't know what you're talking you about. You got to remember, she's not as cultured as the rest okay. of us on the show. <laughs> Whatever. So What's a martini? It. So it was a birthday party. Her we were party had overalls. <laughs> it was a birthday party we were celebrating, and everyone that chose to participate, you brought your favorite martini or a martini right. that you wanted to make, and you okay. had to introduce it, make it, and then share it. Oh, um, that sounds fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Were you numb at the end? 
No, because you sample. Well, you keep all sampling. Of the, well, how many people? No, you just sample. No, so out of twelve drinks that were sampled, mm-hmm. my drink won. So well, did, did you sample all twelve? I did. And you weren't numb? No, they weren't no. They were like martinis. little cups. <laughs> they and then no if you martinis. liked, you they know, said the drink. sample. They didn't say you got. You can get numb. Yes. Have you ever been to a wine sampling? Yes, but no, I have. I mean, these were like. You didn't get cups. numb at a wine sampling? Yes, I did. Exactly. Um, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Thank we're talking you. About yeah, these Shakira. were little cups. But no, if you wanted a full martini mm-hmm. off your favorite drink, you could get you that. And then they got numb after that. But for the tasting rounds. Um, you, I no. think I can get numb off of twelve good martini samplings. I don't think. I mean, the drink, the, the we'll cups have a were party like, so we can see yeah, the D League. I will. Lit. I will. Oh, we don't want to bring that back. <laughs> we left that life back in two thousand seven. <laughs> we don't want to bring that. You one know back. the year. You know I got delivered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Oh, the five minutes is up already. <laughs> we gonna continue this after the five minutes. <laughs> Time's up. Now. Here we go, fam. Now, back to our scheduled program. The Dealey Show. The podcast for radio. So, uh, today's show uh, is, is is we wanted to start it off with laughter because I believe we need it. You know, uh, today's show, uh, over the over the weekend, I received news, uh, just as everyone, our rapper Nipsey Hussle was murdered uh, in front of his store, in front of his businesses, in his hometown over in uh in Los Angeles and it was devastating. If you don't know Nipsey Hussle, he's a 33-year-old rapper, uh Grammy nominated uh this year. Um and he was doing great things in his community. Um never uh fell off of telling people he used to be gang affiliated um and the negative things that he did do in his life and had changed all that and turned it all around. And was uh, actually scheduled to have a meeting with law enforcement uh, uh, the following day to mm-hmm. speak on gang violence and how to stop gang violence and slow it up and get the community and law enforcement to be more connected. Also was uh, working on a documentary regarding uh, uh, black health. You know, um, he was a father. He was a son. Uh, he was a brother. He was a friend. And he was taking out. Uh, allegedly by someone that he was uh, associated with, that he knew, Hmm. uh, over uh, an argument, a petty argument. You know, the reports say, I don't have this factually, but the reports are saying that um, he had an argument uh, with the suspect. The suspect allegedly um, got upset that he asked him this and, you know, and that he accused him of this, walked away, came back moments later shot him and uh, two other people. The other two people were critically wounded, and Nipsey died on the scene. Um, uh, Shot to the torso and uh, shot to the head and died on the scene. And the last pictures that you see of him is he was actually doing a community event, like I said, in front of his marathon clothing store. And uh, that's when you see him laying on the ground. And now they they do have video footage, and that is how they were able to uh, bring out the the suspect because I don't want to see another black man dead. Mm-hmm. I do want to see justice brought to the situation. <clears throat> um, but that is the reason for today's show, because of the fact that I want to address the issue of us killing us. It is getting out of hand, ridiculous. And every time you wake up, it may be emotional for me because, like I said, it's a relationship here. It's mm-hmm. I'm just tired of it, man. I'm yeah. tired of it. You know, <laughs> on the show, as one of our guests, we brought in my homie, my brother, Derek Triplett, um, who uh, basically gets very organized in the community, also assists uh, young black men uh, to become exactly that, men. Right. And, and, and teaches young boys how to become men and carry themselves. When you first heard this, um, also being part of the the ministry community, how, what's the first reaction you got? Not again. Mm-hmm. That was the, that was my first thought. Not not again. Mm-hmm. Not again. And when you look at it, it's like you're hoping that this isn't some over something stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you're hoping. You know, I was talking to a police <clears throat> chief several years ago and dealing with some stuff on black males. And he said, he says, most of the killings in your community, uh, he, white police chief talking to me, most of the killings in your community with men are ego killings. Mm. He said, y'all are dying over ego. 
And how does that feel for a, a white man to tell you that y'all are dying over ego? It was tough, you know, and but I took it. I heard it. Mm-hmm. And when I started to think about it and he he explained it, he's like, I'm like, man, he's right. Mm-hmm. You know, over some money, uh, over somebody, you know, stepping to you and, and feeling like they disrespected you mm-hmm. or over a female. Mm-hmm. And that's what we end up dying over by and large in our community. And when I got up this morning and heard allegedly what happened mm-hmm. with the suspect, I'm like, man, again. again. Right. So it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts. You know, and, and KJ, you as a mother of a son, when you hear who listens to hip hop, <clears throat> yeah. you know what I mean? People try to stereotype hip hop. Um, hip hop is the word of the streets. That's a fact. I'm a hip hop head. Um, and then when you see somebody like Nipsey, you know, like I said, he was gang affiliated. He was crypt. It was, it was it's, it's not a secret, but he was also, I think everybody, if I said, as I said in the past, we turn our lives around. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, and we have opportunity to turn our lives around. Some of us take that baton and run with it. Others don't. He took the baton and ran with it. And the thing is, this is what gets me with this, is you have the term in the hood called keep it real. A lot of people get money, whether it's the lottery or success with business, ball players, uh, entertainment, whatever, and you say we run to the hills. You know what I mean? We run to escape the hood. Oh, he don't give back. She don't give back. This man stayed and gave back. He purchased a strip mall, you know, open black businesses, gave employment to those in the area, those in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Not one, not two, but several black businesses right. invested in real estate in the hood. <clears throat> you know what I mean? He didn't just look out for self and go, well, look, I'm going to move to the hills. He got killed in his neighborhood doing a community event. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's like we want to say keep it real, but when we keep it real, we get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a clip of him uh, on social media yesterday, and he was talking about that when you know he was younger, there was a hamburger spot in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and the owner took all the seats out so that they couldn't- you They know, couldn't stay they in couldn't and stay. socialize. Come get your stuff and go. And he says, now that guy rents from me. Oh, wow. Ooh. I went and bought the building. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's the kind of stuff that Nipsey was doing. And then you get shot in front of your store over. Telling somebody the truth. Telling somebody. And then I just asked you to leave my store. Okay. Leave my store. Right. And then, you know, now a a father Mm -hmm. is gone. Mm -hmm. You know, he has two children and and it's, it's young children. Yeah. And it just, like I said, you as a mother. What are the stories? Because I'm sure I'm sure Bug knows who Nipsey is. I mean, he's familiar. This um, this literally I don't want to say it's my life. I didn't lose my son, but mm-hmm. this is one of my biggest fears every single day when he walks out the door just to get on the school bus. Right. Um, and I try to talk to him to see where his head is and how he would respond mm-hmm. to different situations or scenarios. And even talking to him this morning about this, it's it was just. It, Khalil, he was confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, I was calling him Khalil. That's how serious he got. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> right, I right, call right. him Bug. Okay. And I was like, Khalil. I mean, he, he was thought like, he was in trouble. Uh, yeah, he was like, I don't, I ain't do it to <laughs> Nipsey. <laughs> right, right, right. But uh, I was just, you know, telling him, you know, like we always say, you can, you have to watch what you do, watch who you hang around, things of that nature. Like, for example, we we started talking about everything. I said, you, you know, in my day, people were shooting people over shoes and like jumping people over mm-hmm. shoes and stuff like that. And his first reaction was like, yeah, mom. I'm just, they're going to have to catch these hands because I'm not giving them my shoes. But I'm like, no, no. you need to get these shoes to walk your butt home with on your tippy toes. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's just trying to have these conversations as much as possible. But like you said, the ego and when our black men get into these situations is... I don't know how to speak to it. I don't know what to do. Of course, I call my daddy. I call my brother. I'm right. praying for them. Hey, don't be arguing with the police. Just right. go home. You know, my mm-hmm. brother huge. I ain't nobody telling me nothing. I'm right. like, they killing us, homie. Right. <laughs> like, right. you got to be careful. And it's just, I'm glad we're having the show because I don't know. I mean, of course, I try to have the conversation. But what do you do? And what about being deep? I just literally, I'm well, on my face. Well, you just said, you said they killing us, homie. 
and the thing is, we killing us. Right. That's true too. We sat there, and it, it what, what really irritates me about situations like this is we so quick to get on the street and protest uh, uh, a, a white cop shooting us for no reason, or or police not shooting a white suspect right. after watching video of him cursing them out or pushing or whatever. We so quick to be vigilant right. to, to get on and do that, but when it comes down to us shooting us, yeah. Nobody has nothing to say because they they had that relationship. But that's yeah. further reason for us to stop acting a fool. Exactly. Because whatever we do is going to be skewed and Absolutely. reported a certain way. So you and know we can't control out. that narrative. They just spin no, it. We, and it just we goes. can control the narrative. We well how? Because we, the four of us we're all on the same page. But how <laughs> right. do we? No, right. honestly, like how do you have? And as much as we and I, you know mentor young kids, and I'm talking to kids about different things, their minds. I'm not gonna say it's uncontrollable, but they, it's a lot of conversations that I'm having. And yes, everyone counts. But how do we have this conversation and really make the difference and really see something change? Because this, I'm only 36. I've been hearing about this my whole entire life. Right. It's not right. getting better. Mm-hmm. You're not. Y'all are older than me. So it's like you didn't and the, have to and point the, that out. I just want to let that be known. <laughs> and the generation after me, you get there. Uh, How do we have this conversation? How do we will this in so we really see change? Well, part of it, I, I think, and not you know, and we just met KJ. Well, can you read my shirt? Okay, what does it Where, say? Can Let you me read see it out loud? All right, I'm unarmed. I'm not a threat. Please don't shoot. My life matters. I Amen. need one of those. Okay, yeah. I like that. Now, the trip part about it is that I bought this T-shirt. During one of the whole issues with a white cop, right, and 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 one of us, I'm wearing it today, right, because we need to be as angry then, right, right, right. And now, now, right. We, there shouldn't just be prayer vigils and right. memorials. Right. There needs to be some protesting and some people ticked off, right? Because something is wrong here. Yeah. And to to go to your question, you know, I've been waiting for this for years. I've been asking the question: When is the family meeting? Right. Yeah. We when, need when is the family meeting? We always talk about, you know, you know, white people can't check us and stay out. Okay, right. I get that. I'm with that. Right. But when is the family meeting where we get to check ourselves, ourselves. Right. without being called a sellout, mm-hmm. without being, you know, somebody giving us some history of why the conditions yeah, are absolutely. the way. We all know the, the economic, blame. social, right. all the blame. Right. When is the meeting where we say, okay, y'all got to stop mm-hmm. because this is us. And, and for whatever reason, from, from, the, you know, from the scholars down to the street, right. nobody seems to want to have that discussion, that conversation, where we call our junk out. Well, th- th- one of the things, and did you want to say some Shaq? I'm sorry. No, I'm just listening and just some of the things that I kind of saw online. I'm just curious because I don't know, but I'm just curious as to anything that's gang-related or gang-affiliated. You know, at some point in time, that was considered a family for that person that was right. involved in that. So speaking of calling out the family, if a person says that I'm going to turn my life around, I'm going to change. Are they really able to do that? Well, you mm-hmm. are able to do that, and this this is this is going to sound confusing. Um, having family members that uh, at one point were gang affiliated, being out there witnessing years ago uh, when gangs were very very heavy in L.A. Not saying they aren't now, but I'm talking <laughs> about the violence. Um, what what happens is a six and is. It's almost like putting an asterisk to it. When you have success that's created out of the gang, you're able to release yourself from being quote unquote gang activity affiliated. Snoop Dogg, uh, Nipsey, you know what I mean? I'm just using it as examples. Snoop was very heavily gang affiliated. But you're not going to see Snoop go pick up a pistol now. You're not going to see right. Snoop show up at a, a fight. You're not going to see Snoop robbing and killing, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Not saying all gangs did that. Right, right, right. Because that's putting a, a black eye on it. 
gangs, if you watch, watch any documentary, if you have any real conversation with real OGs, basically were the families of the neighborhood because of the lack of fathers Absolutely. in the neighborhood. And that's how gangs were created. And then it took a spin where the gang started uh protecting the neighborhood and then started figuring out how to make money out of the neighborhood just as the mafia did. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what what it was. And then you had some, some, some gangs who were able to flip it around and turn it into a business, but a legal business. Hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, that's just, that's just real. You know, the gangs now, you got some young kids who they really don't know the the whole history of it. Mm-hmm. They just think, oh, let me jump you in and we robbing, killing, and shooting anybody come on our turf. And that ain't the, that ain't the story. I've, I've been in L.A. I've lived in L.A. You know what I mean? Where, and I don't know if you guys have ever been to L.A. Yeah. I'm walking, beautiful area, and boom, make the wrong turn right. out of Studio City. And I'm like, Whoa. I should not be here because the air just changed. <laughs> the look just changed. You see, that, yeah. you see palm trees and grass, but now you see gates on houses. You see billboards right. of liquor, and you know you're in the wrong area. But this mm. can happen within a five-minute walk. Right. You know what I mean? And they knew I wasn't from the area, so they just not what jumping. What gave it away? <laughs> 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 that was good. You know, so I don't want people thinking like, oh, my God, you know, they're going to jump me. No, they're not going to jump me. They know I'm not. This dude ain't nowhere yeah. near this. Right. Let me just turn my, hey, homie. Uh-oh. <laughs> right. What's up? Nothing at all, no. sir. <laughs> Let me turn my behind back around And head just on back a, where a I need lost. to be <laughs> Just a little lost You know what I'm saying So people, you know, they put their stereotype on it Now, you know, it's been violence Of course it has You know what I mean The killings have not have definitely died down For what they used to be They used to be all about color But that's one thing that Nipsey also did He was changing the narrative You know what I mean He did a song with YG YG's a crip I mean a blood you see what I'm saying? Hmm. The game is a blood. Back in the day, you you didn't that see that. Could not happen. Never. There's a photo out there, and I'll make sure I posted that. You see Nipsey wearing a shirt with all the flags on it. Flags mean gang affiliated right. colors. Because he wanted the unity. He wanted it for the neighborhood. He wanted it for us, for people. He was like, "Why are we killing each other?" So when somebody like that, like Nipsey, gets gunned down. Over this, what happens? It's a war. It's a war. That's what I just said. It's, a, it's about to be a complete just, war. It's about to be saying. wide open. That's what I'm saying. It's about to be wide open. And the so block the, is hot. Yeah, and but the thing is, and I guess that kind of goes back to my question. Yes, the block is hot. How do we have that conversation? Because, like you said, gangs are more like a family. Right. So what? I don't know what he was, but whatever he was, feels like right. they lost Correct. a brother. They well, feel like they feel left. So then now they have to. If you know, I mean, I'm not that far removed from the streets, right. but now they have to Understood. get who did. But the suspect was a fellow crip. Exactly. Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't. A, he wasn't an a opposite. That's what I'm saying. Gang. He was a fellow crip. So how we talk to them? <laughs> like, not being funny, like, yeah. hypothetically speaking, we well, say, this, hey, everybody come thing. in this room, and the the, what do we now, talk about? And this is just my opinion. I'd rather authorities find them than the streets find them. Because the streets find them, it's a whole different type of uh, way it's dealt with. I get what you're That's saying. That's just real. But if it goes back to what uh, Derek was saying. How do we have this conversation? Yeah, because. This conversation I, be, still needs to be had regardless. Right, because even if the, even if the authorities get him, the suspect, right. with... The, the statistics, right, and everybody with us being uh, black men, egos, and things of that nature. It ain't gonna stop with him. That boy, he got family. He got somebody that well, can hurt. Is, you see what I'm saying? Like it's it's right, a it's a lot of different ways to spend this. Anybody yeah. attached to him is now a target. Well, no, no, no. This is what you got to look at. The streets narrative have the rules have changed. Yeah. It's a lot of emotion, and because of the influence that Nipsey had, right. and now we have all these trolls and social media and has given everybody money license has right. to stopped be flowing. Do you understand what I'm saying? People's about to stop eating. There you right. go. So now this is, this is bigger than just Nipsey exactly. and that suspect. Right. It's people that were working for him, people right. that was making money off him. Right. They had family. Do you understand what I'm saying? So right. this is a domino effect right. of anger right. and hatred and get back. Right. We're, we're talking bigger than just the Crips. Right. How do we have this family meeting with all these 
right. literally black folks who all feel some type of way. It almost seems like an impossible conversation because a church service is not going to do it. No. What was the result? And, and, and do you may remember what was the result of the big gang summit years ago that Russell and them had and they brought everybody together? Right. Harry Belafonte. Right. What was the outcome? The minister of that? participated in yeah. Louis Farrakhan. The outcome was, was actually brought peace for a while, a long while. But then the younger generation came along. The older generation understood. The OGs understood it. You know what I mean? And it brought a lot of peace. But then the younger generation came along with their own rules. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's, and so it's, that's what we fight. And, and I'm not, I'm not glorifying. We, that we don't even know about. Right, no, I'm not point. glorifying the streets. But in the streets, it used to be rules where Absolutely. I will sell my dope over here from here to here. You sell your dope over there from there to there. There, and this is back in the day. There was no, let me just bang you up just to bang you up. The younger generation came along and said, oh, no, now, because they look at it like we all making money. Right. Then the younger generation came along and said, whoa, wait a minute. Let's, you know, I'm talking past the paid in full. Okay. Era. You know what I mean? Okay. The movie paid in full. I'm talking going past that year now. Mm-hmm. You're coming up and you're saying, oh, well, we want to get more. You just couldn't be happy with, with the American Gangster. Okay. Movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wanted more. And if well, you remember, the, you see American Gangster with Denzel Washington? Yes. So remember, at one point, you had the Italians and the mafia coming and saying, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. We, this black man is making a whole You're bunch of money. Too much, too much, much money. money. Right. You're making a little too much right. money. And that was the word, too much. Mm-hmm. We need a piece of that. But at first, they didn't know. Remember, they thought he was a white boy doing all this. Right. And then they realized, whoa, whoa. That's a black man making this money. I'm not glorifying. Mm-hmm. It's a black man. Now they want to ease in. They want to move in. You give us a cut, we're not going to do this. You get, it's with anything. You know what I mean? You can't be happier. Remember I said a long time ago, how much? Can, what can you really do if somebody sat here and gave you, you know, $70 million? Yeah, you could do a lot. But you yeah, I'm about to say, you asking me that question? <laughs> no, no, no. Baby, this show just flipped. <laughs> I said, excuse me, Pastor, we need to talk about some things. We need you to step out the door. <laughs> what I mean is, but I how much saying. more do you need? Right, 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 right. You right. see what I'm saying? It's a story right. that I'm going to tell y'all. I may have told Shakira. I took $35 because that's all I had. $35 and flipped it to what I got now. We need to have that conversation. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I you see where I'm going? You, you see yeah. where I'm going? We need more us next to me. <laughs> but where I'm going is, so you telling me I can't get don't exist in my vocabulary. Right. You see? So when you but got how, a young man. But how do we start having that, that conversation, conversation is what it I'm needs saying. One, initiation. Nobody, we need to initiate it. That's one. Oh, I thought you were talking initiation. Gang initiation? No, 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 no. I mean, we need, so to, we need, that, to, um, we need to The spark conversations it. are starting. Because for one, Nipsey wasn't just a rapper. No, he right? wasn't. And I think this, uh, so his um, murder will signal a lot of conversations from a lot of different communities. Yes. Uh, I subscribe to a lot of uh, health and holistic groups. Mm-hmm. And they are, they have their own opinions about this. That, you hold on a second. Say what that opinion is. Uh-oh, I want you to uh-oh. say just that. I wish on. we had a camera to see your hands <laughs> go up. This is what pisses me off. No, I'm just saying, like, um, there are a lot of different communities that his death means Affected. something to. Right. It's not in vain. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, even from my own just, you know, conspiracy theory mind, but even just looking at just the symbolism of all of it, um, you know, even if you want to even take it to a spiritual level, Jesus died at 33. Could it be that he had found his purpose and he had already started a great work? He was done. Right. I mean, there is some sim- symbolism, I believe, to his age and the work That's that a good he flip, was. Evangelist Shakira. Well, I always feel like you have to just look at different That's perspectives. True. Mm-hmm. You know, because this could be the spark. This could be the initiation of the conversation of a much larger conversation mm. that needs to be had. Because again, like I said, this just isn't an LA thing. And I never heard no, of no, him before this. I had never well, heard and, of and him. There you go. I mm-hmm. didn't know and anything about the Dr. C.B. Dr. Sebi. Yeah, and like, there are, even with Dr. Sebi being a holistic practitioner, mm-hmm. you know, over the last two years, there have been over 50 holistic doctors who have been murdered mysteriously. And now he's going to be included in, in that um, conversation. So my point in saying all that explain is... Explain to Carla 
what you making that statement, where where you're going with that, because she I don't think she understands. Well, again, like I said, I and just think maybe that Derek, he, he impacts a lot more conversations and communities than just, than just a, black street gang violence. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Basically, what it came down to is uh, they people are putting a conspiracy theory out there that the government. Mm-hmm. took out Nipsey because of the fact of the documentary that he was working on um, with uh, Dr. Sebi mm-hmm. uh, in regards to black health. What he was uh, working on, the documentary was to feature the trial from right. 1995. Because that, that doctor guy did win that trial. He won that trial because he put out the statement that he had cured AIDS. AIDS. Right. And so he was, there was a trial in 1995 that actually over more than that trial, but he won Mm-hmm. Those and so his take was, hey, if you know, there's a lot of conversation going on about vaccination, mm-hmm. anti-vaccination laws um, that are being pushed right now. And so, what a lot of these communities are feeling is that if anyone is getting ready to take a chance and go up against big pharma, mm-hmm. and they're going to do a documentary that says, hey, I know a cure for AIDS when big pharma makes money right. off mm-hmm. of AIDS yeah, that's, medication. That's the line of work I'm in right now. Then it's not a game. It's not a game. Then, I mean, you have to follow the money trail. And so a lot of people feel that, yeah, conspiracy-wise, that that was why he was actually taken out. I I mean, I think you have to consider it. I'm if not you, considering well, that. One I, of the homies walked up and blew his head off. Again, well, I mean, true. he could have been... I think that's the fact, but the point I think that I'm getting from... He could have been a fall guy. I mean, really. He could have been... It ain't that much fall in the world. You don't know what people are doing. You nowadays. don't, and I just You're think right. that Not nothing ever, nothing the way that it appears is what it seems. I think that that's there true. are many layers to I this. I think say. that yeah, there are a lot of conversations that can be this. I think that you have a very emotional, very personal attachment Maybe. to this, mm-hmm. and so it may be hard for you to hear anything other than that. I'm gonna tell you why you I don't want to hear. It. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm just being honest with you. Whether you want to hear it or not, this is what we can't do if we stand that we're going to have these initiation of conversations. We can't be closed minded to what things are going on and that is why probably these conversations haven't been had you can't mm. be closed off to it can I ask a question when was when was the last death in our community that resulted in significant change mm. can't say it was Tavon Trayvon. Trayvon. Can't say no. it was Trayvon. Say your question again. Fungo. When was the last death of somebody in our community mm-hmm. that resulted in significant societal change? I can't put a finger on it. Yeah, I'm I don't sorry. Know. And I don't know. Every time you start talking, I just want to sing praise and worship because you sound like a pastor, <laughs> like you're about to preach. So I had to catch myself. I thought we were going to <laughs> go on the altar call. But no, I'm I really not sure don't know. about significant changes, um, more so with um, incremental. Okay. There can be incremental there change. There can be incremental change. Because, again, with each death, I think that some conversations are starting. But, see, that, but let me tell you, we, let me add to I think we, we start, need to start living. Yeah, because we'll, <laughs> we'll start talking and our conversations go just like the hashtags. So it'll go up. We'll talk, and yeah. then when it stops trending, we don't talk about it. Comes. Then the next thing comes, you get what I'm saying, and right. that and it goes down. But there's no consistency across the board. And like you said, to go past talking, what are we living? What are we doing? What are we putting in place? That I, I haven't seen. We haven't I think seen right now, and and I, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think right now, with if you look at our track record of response. <laughs> Nipsey was worth more to us alive than dead. Yeah. I agree. He was. I agree. He definitely was. And so, you know, we, but it is an open-mindedness that we've got to have. There are a lot of different streams, um, and we've got to do more than be social media protesters. True. You know, and. I don't even think we go that far. I think we social media protest for a minute. Right. right. It's a trend. And then it's, it's backed off. You see what I'm saying? And, and or well, we it's don't until it impacts you. We don't know how yeah. to response. Is I, I was speaking with someone, and I, I can't remember what arrest we were talking about. Someone was arrested, but then I said, you know, and as much as I hated to say it, but it was the truth. I said, well, look how they're reacting. The the cop walked up to the car. And said, how you doing today? Can I have your license or registration? And they immediately just popped off. Why you need my license? Why you need? Whoa. And the, I gave the cop credit because he was like, ma'am, I need your license or registration. You right. ran a red light back mm-hmm. there. 
and I like to have your light shit. Oh, you just trying to because I'm black. You see, I got these kids. And I gave the cop credit because his skin okay. stayed so tough. Right. He went back to his car, came back. I said, ma'am, here you go. Oh, now you're giving me a ticket. And he said, no, if you look at it, it's not a ticket. Wow. It's a warning citation. And he said, I'm just letting you know this, you know, in this area, blah, 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 be aware. And you got to pay attention to the lights. My daughter, who's a sheriff, Jasmine, my daughter told me a story how she pulled a girl over. As soon as she walked up to the car, the girl was already barking. You, mm-hmm. How you going to be a cop out here knowing what they doing else, blah, right. blah, blah. She said, license registration. I can't believe you. And my daughter's not one to back down. Mm-hmm. So she said, I'm going to let you know what's going on right now. You got a baby in the back that's not fastened in their baby seat, and they running around the back seat looking at me. That's why I pulled you over, so you could fasten your baby. Oh, oh she must have got out. But you see <laughs> what I'm saying? We so yeah. quick to bark. But we cannot... Act like driving while black does not exist. I'm not saying I that, mean, Shakira. It's, it's, I'm I mean, not saying I that. Because I have been pulled over before. And you are black. And I am black. Right. Yes. You were driving. <laughs> and I was driving. <laughs> With a suspended license and somebody else's tag. Yes. Ooh. And I was pulled over. Um, and I shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. So we. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Well, I think that to say but that. But did you bark, bark off right away? Um. Actually, what I did was I, I called, yes, I called um, the police department as they were pulling up to find out, um, did he even have the jurisdiction to pull me over? Mm-hmm. And so I had his office on the phone um, as he walks up to the as window. he walks up to the window. So mm-hmm. no, I didn't bark. I let the people on the phone do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but all I'm saying is that we can't act like that doesn't happen and that people aren't, you know, have a reason to bark or be I'm upset. Not, that's the duality. And I think that's one of the things that keeps us from having the conversation mm-hmm. because what you said is real. Driving while black is very, very right. real. Yes. But so is unnecessarily barking. Exactly. Right, right, unnecessarily right, right. barking. Yes. I agree. So we, we've got a deal. I want to double back if I could, cause you asked, you, you said, um, when you talked about the guy's family and the, mm-hmm. the guy's family saying he did it, and I think this is a part of the conversation, are we, are we ready as a people to say when we when you hurt us, mm-hmm. we gonna let you pay for it, mm-hmm. and 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 because that's tough, right? It is. That that that's tough, but I think ultimately. Are we ready for that to be a part of the solution? Right. Yeah, and actually, and actually see it through. Because I, I, are, you saying, are you saying because checking ourselves? Yeah. Checking ourselves. Because right. the you Jewish ain't. community, them when they, kids they check get in themselves, trouble, they have their own. They will go to that courthouse. Right. They will say, "Hey, he belongs to us. We will deal with it. You will never see him again." You get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. and they just, and they right. You don't right. see. You don't. You don't see that with the Jewish community at all with their kids. And I know they, you know, went to school with them. So it's kind of like, like you said, are we willing to? To check our own and hold them accountable and stick with it because that's a consistency thing. One, but you talk about with Jewish, they they raise their children and follow um, rituals and um, just rituals and uh, they, they do think, yeah, they, I understand that. But I, I was I lived around the corner from Jewish community and maybe they got lit. They did all type of stuff. So oh, all yeah. I'm saying is they kept it in-house. Yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. It never so, went to the right. police station down Absolutely. Hall. What I'm saying, to your point, yeah. is that they raise, their, you know, they raise their families and their children based on very foundational truths that they carry. We're, we're loose. You know, yeah, with that. Are. And so you're saying where do these conversations begin? We've all said for many years they start at home. Well, uh, it should right. start at home. One, we do need to check ourselves. I do believe that. And like you said, it does start at home. When I grew up at, we called it the the driveway. And basically what it was, it was a passage that linked the two uh, neighborhoods together where all the children played. But if I was up the street wilding out or threw a rock and hit a little girl in the head or whatever, the neighbor had the authority to check me right then and there. You see what I'm saying? That, mm-hmm. that Who wasn't my like mom it and wasn't dad. wasn't hypothetical. No, that w- that that was real. That, thank you for pointing that out. I didn't say we were going to check on the show. <laughs> you know, but but you know, it's like we had an apple tree. I remember specifically me taking an apple and throwing it and hitting one of the girls and laughing about it because mm-hmm. we just thought it. And yeah. then I remember a woman we called her Aunt Ebby. She wasn't nobody's aunt. Well, that right. was the right. village. 
They're right. right, you know. And, and that concept, I feel like, has, has died disappeared. Because now, as much as I would want to do that, as much as I would Cannot. want to, I can't. Exactly. I can't. Because, because who I, are I don't, you I don't to trust to my kids. I don't and know you. Let's put it like yeah. this. And I don't think you have his best interest at hand. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would it's, love to go back totally to the day flipped. where our neighbors, in the sense, were considered But where family. I'm going, if we can't go that far, we still need to check ourselves in the sense of, uh, and I think I shared this with you guys before. When I walk through the hood, when I go to do something, I drive through the hood, and you see young men running around with their pants hanging down, and they holding them up by the button in the front, and they with their mother or their grandmother, and then when they in the courtroom, it's pull up your pants. Well, when they was walking down the street with you, you didn't say that. Yeah. And it should be checking ourselves where we get to say... We we trash our own neighborhoods, mm-hmm. right? We we trash our own neighborhoods. We don't clean them up. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We we sit there and leave vacant cars. We sit there and leave our neighborhoods looking like garbage. Right. You know what I mean? We don't sit there and and watch our children like we should. We so busy now into holding our own versus. Back in the day, if the family next door was hungry, they can say, hey, girl, can I borrow some bread? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But what are you checking yourself against when you're talking about- We need to check ourselves against us. If you had let me finish. Yes, you are. Because (laughs) where I'm headed with that is, and you even mentioned it earlier when we opened the show with going back even to Dr. Sebi, is that if you really look at it, Primarily, and you're talking about us as in black people, mm-hmm. when people, you don't, of color. people of color don't have an identity because the identity was stolen or taken away from them. What are you checking yourself against? Are you checking yourself against what society now says that you should? And one of the things that Dr. Sebi did um, teach, he did it from within the diet that we were to take an Afro, um, like mineralized diet because Everybody else, Chinese, Japanese people, they eat their own food. Right. Asian. We mm-hmm. we are the um, only ones who do not eat a um, bio mineralized diet. We mm-hmm. don't eat foods that are native to our DNA and sure. our origin. And we, we we forget, or we don't know, or we don't remember who we are. It was stolen from us originally. Right. Then what are you checking yourself against? I, and I I roll with you on that, but the reality is we here now. Yeah, you and are. With us but, being, and with us, but, let, let me finish. With us being here now, I don't know if this is a good example, so I'm gonna put it out there. But I'm gonna try to roll the dice on this. Where I live, there's a HOA. You know what I mean? It's a you know the community that go. You know you familiar with that just governs within our community. Mm-hmm. Then white folks know when somebody from outside our community walk through that, get through that gate somehow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is, and they will immediately check. Hey, how you doing? Can I help you with something? Oh, you delivering something? Oh, no problem. You know what I mean? Cool. But in our community, we don't give a darn. You see what I'm saying? We 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 don't care. We walk out in our own community, and I witness, many of us probably have, let our kids eat a bag of potato chips. I use this example because I constantly see it. Eat the bag of potato chips, throw it right there on the ground. Drink a pineapple soda, throw, throw it right there on the ground. Don't even care. And don't nobody come with a broom or nothing and pick it up. But then we so quick to complain about everything else that's happening to us when we do this stuff to ourselves. And uh, the pattern goes all the it way keeps up going. to somebody being shot over an argument. But do you get what I'm saying? Because now when I say, hey, no, no, your son just dropped this um this pineapple soda. Don't be talking to my kid. Mm-hmm. Now I got to beat you up. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. I want to beat you up. So like Shakira said, we lost our identity when we were brought here. Right. I understand that. But we're here now. Right. Uh, so is there no answer for us? It's got to be an answer. That's no, the question. No, you remember and you go back to... Who you are, you you remember and mm-hmm. you learn your origination, and you figure out what your identity is. Or so, do we create from where we are now? But again, you, and, and, move, and move forward. You're saying we we're to, here now, but from what? From whose perspective? Well, this is, and it's gonna sound real bad what I'm about to say. So I'm gonna well, get, get ready, <laughs> listeners. That was nice to give a warning bad. today, episode seventy five. <laughs> More 
then 90% of us anyway ain't going to try to go back to Africa no matter what. I'm not saying go back to Africa. Or I, try to do the research to find out about us. No. no yeah, no I'm, way I'm comfortable right saying, here. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, not going. That's I'm, just I'm real. not saying that right. you have to go back to Africa. I think I you're asking think, what's the basis or what's the I foundation. I do think that me, you're mm-hmm. talking about checking yourself. I right. do think that me checking myself to understand where my origination is, to mm-hmm. know that I come from kings mm-hmm. and queens, that I come from royalty, right. Right. that that is what I will check myself against. I don't have to go back to Africa. Mm-hmm. To do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. You will do the research, right. but I think well, that also goes we, into a spiritual conversation too. Absolutely, because it, all of it is exactly. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday, and we went. I don't know how we got on this, but we wound up speaking about the, um, Minister Louis Farrakhan, mm-hmm. and I was telling him how I had a conversation with Minister Louis Farrakhan, and somehow that conversation got flipped into the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, okay. and then we wound up speaking on how Elijah Muhammad had fathered these children, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how the reality was the black families all gripped to be part of the Muslim culture, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then when it got exposed that Elijah Muhammad had these children out of wedlock and these single young girls and mm-hmm. blah, 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 that now the cover-up came and no one wanted to face the reality right. that this really happened. Mm-hmm. Well, that's So it broke us again. That still has to do with religion. She mm-hmm. talked about spirituality, and that's what I'm what talking you know about, separate, too. Right. right. Mm-hmm. That is because you're now putting your focus onto a religion and a man. I'm talking about Well, my- no, I, I wasn't putting it on that. Where I was trying to go with is how immediately something that we, quote, unquote, get gripped into gets broken. The black church now. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real with it. The black church now, we get broke. We, uh, oh, I'm going to change my life. I'm just out of prison. Not me, but I'm just out of prison. I'm going to change my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You go to church, and then you start seeing things like, well, wait a minute. I was doing all this before I walked in here, and I'm seeing it in here. It breaks us again. So, so it's like, have do I believe functioning in? institutions there you go that can help with this process because yes if we if we decide what our foundation of truth or what our foundation of belief is if that's true that we need to check ourselves against a different standard then how committed are all of our institutions right to making sure that we start perpetuating that knowledge and perpetuating that standard how do you have you know i did it Mm-hmm. Uh, but how do you have you did what made the mistake that I'm about to talk about? <laughs> you know, Release it. You know, we got an exclusive. Uh, I was lost. You know, how how do you have a black church mm-hmm. that does not perpetuate uh, the gaining of knowledge? Don't look for the words. Just African American and African history. If that's important. Mm-hmm. If that's really important, then why aren't we doing it? Mm-hmm. Because, well, okay, if we're talking about church itself, I believe we've created church to be what we want it to be, and it's so far from the when original. We to be from the original intent. I believe we added a lot of things because when it first came about, um, it gave, I would even say, black men a sense of pride, right. a title, made them feel like right. somebody. In the field, they was a boy, but in be, church, you, they you was a deacon. President. You know what I'm saying? President, president, head president trustee. Mm-hmm. And so I believe out of tradition and things that we have done, we have created and built this uh, institution, which Absolutely. we want to call church, which is why we have so many different variations of it, but it still is not the original intent of church. I think that the only reason or the, the real intent of church, and I know you're a pastor, so correct me, is to is to save the sinner and to uplift the saint. We added all the other stuff to okay. it. So I believe that, yes, this is somewhere we should go for our spirituality, for scriptural understanding and a real breakdown. That's what we should have. But I feel like we should have surrounding um, other institutions, institutions for cultural around, empowerment. For cultural better talk boy okay so I, and I, that's why it, it aggravates me though when we're like oh the church didn't do this the church didn't have this mm-hmm, conversation right. because right. I don't feel like that's not the place I agree. for the church to have that conversation right. that's not what this is for so if we look at all of the major black institutions right you know uh, the church NAACP the Urban League whatever the institute our you know our, our uh, HBCUs mm-hmm. have we decided that they're going to get together and lead the charge to do whatever needs to be done. No, because I, no, I, I, I feel like everybody has their own agenda. You know, because something at, 
what I keep coming back to is at the end of the day, we conclude that something needs to be done that we can't do. That's, yeah. You're right. Wow. That's a good T-shirt. Something needs to be done, but we can't do it. We can't do it. Hmm. And so is there any real answer I think I, I, I don't, for us? I don't know if it's a real answer, but I, I do think the conversation needs to start in our communities, whether it starts off with one or two or five, seven people. You know what I mean? A neighborhood, because that's the hardest thing. The hardest thing is to get the neighborhood to come out right. to the neighborhood. Is to get mm-hmm. the hood to come out to the hood. You know, people gathered in front of the marathon store where Nipsey lost his life because they were familiar with it. That's where it happened, and now everybody wants to light candles and hold up pictures. And believe me, people know where he is. The the suspect is. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Somebody know where he is. Somebody. And I get. And within the week, it, it'll it'll be handled some way somehow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it's authorities or it's the hood. And believe me, the hood is hurt that somebody from the hood did this. Right. They're right. angry. You know what I mean? They're twisted right now. Emotions are going. But I still think in the end, it's us, whether it was Nipsey Hussle or some other uh, young black man mm-hmm. that wasn't as successful. The bottom line where I'm going with this is we so quick to point, to protest, to make a poster and wear a button, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, of when the people of that are of nine color does this to us, whether it's the police right. or somebody else. But when we do it to ourselves, we don't put a grip on that. And that needs to be dealt with right away. Yeah, but I think that kind of goes back to what we're saying. How do you put a grip on it? I'm black. I love. Back in I the love, day, but in I the, can't just walk into Nipsey in New York in the hood and say, "Hey, y'all, we need to have a in conversation." In New York, they used to have the uh, man, a buddy of mine. What was the? They wore the red, ber- red berets. The oh, uh, you know who I'm speaking yeah, I know of. Then the, the guardians, the guardian angels, guardian angels, the guardian angels, the guardian angels was a. Uh, a, a martial arts trained group of men from the neighborhood that basically patrolled the neighborhood. Hmm. And when they were around, crime dropped drastically because they basically, now granted, if you were a business owner, you paid them at night because, of course, it wasn't like technology is now where right. you got, you know, the ring and all yeah. that camera. They stood and they watched your property and you paid them at night and they, at night, and they created a business out of it. We got to be our own guardian angels. We got to be able to say, you know what? We getting out the day and we cleaning up the block. We painting over the graffiti. We picking up the trash. And we having these conversations that let, we need to have. Remember before they used to have the the, the block captains and the neighbor, the real neighborhood watch yeah. that went around the neighborhood. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Now we don't do it because, oh, I ain't got time for it. Now, it the or real, I can't snitch. Right. I can't snitch. You're right. So if you ain't going to snitch, then deal with it in-house. That's the real. Mm-hmm. Deal with it in-house. Mm-hmm. And it, and that's why I look at it. I, I, I was fortunate enough to grow up in an area where we had the neighborhood watch. We had the, the economy was higher than most. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. income. You know what I mean? But then when you looked at the comparison, why was it that? Because they gave a damn. Yeah, that's right. true. To the neighborhood, maybe the income was lower, but they didn't even give a damn. Hmm. And then I've I have seen blocks where there was low income, but they were probably the is this a word, Shakira? The most Keith Murray stated this, the most beautifulest block <laughs> <laughs> that I've seen. She's shaking. She's like, that's another yeah. and, and I don't and, and and I know the income wasn't good, but they made right. what they say, they made you you had Black mothers that will make full meals oh, sure. out of nothing. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's what, what needs that to happen. It's when I t- we kind of talked about it earlier, it's a mindset. And so right. I think you have to So how do we break about, that mindset? Well, I no, I think you have to think about the mindset of the person or any person that commits murder or commits suicide or things like that can take a life. Is it that it's you're such depraved that you don't even value a human, another human's life. That's mm-hmm. a humanistic thing. I don't think that that's a black thing, a white thing. I think right. you have to think about the state of mind. It just mind. affects us more. Actually, if you look at statistics, it does more. Because we are. If you look at statistics, actually, it's happening everywhere, and it doesn't. No, 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 you misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not happening. What I'm saying it affects us more because we are. 
You see what I'm saying? It's, 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 uh, in other words, when when a, a, a cop kills an unarmed black man, it bothers us because we are black lives. Right, 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 right. right, right but right. then it's like, does black lives matter when we kill ourselves? When black lives, kill, yeah. Sure. It should, and I think mm-hmm. it does. I think that, um, I mean, your point is valid. I'm just saying that I think that Damn it's, right it's more of a humanistic <laughs> thing rather than a black or a white thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at, you know, what was the thought process of that person who decided to, because this was not just a, even in crimes of passion, there are moments before you pick up a gun and you go and set the gun right. to pull the trigger well to- I don't I don't think this is I don't I don't want to I don't want to cut you off I'm sorry about that but I don't with Nipsey's situation this is not rocket science boy Phil tried right that's all it was an ego thing and so he how felt tried. Value you, you life feel tried again. enough to take the life of someone and shoot them six times now Carla speaking from the hood so okay, I understand where she's coming yeah, from don't, don't ask me but I've, <laughs> never, I've never done it. Well, you said that. But it I'm was- just saying, in his, but in this situation, in this scenario, we just really look at it straight on. This guy felt tried. It was an ego thing, as we talked about at the beginning mm-hmm. of the whole mm-hmm. conversation. But so then, I guess, I guess, what we're the real question is: How do we get our black men to understand to how to control that ego? Some things don't. Why can't we get to the point where it's like, okay, gracefully bow out and just come home? Yeah, you felt tried. Yeah, whatever the case, whether he was a snitch or right. not, you're but he say, was embarrassed. You're saying there was a process, there was a, a time to process this before pulling the trigger. I think with anyone, and I think, again, we all have ego. The ego is here, it, it's, it's, the e- we all have an ego. I right. mean, and I, I right. heard what the pastor said, and I think that, you know, there may be some truth to that. I just struggle with that just a little bit, just mm-hmm. because we all have an an ego. We and all have it. an ego. I agree. Yeah, yeah, but we also all have different boundaries. And when have we gotten to the point? When did we get to the point that we value human life? Um, exactly. So little. And that's what I just said. Is it yeah. human depravity that yeah. you just say, okay, I'm going to take this guy. That's exactly it's my It's not point. worth and it. And here it is. Well, that's I two, that, two lives but, going well, down. But then this, his this is life- the whole thing that just proved my whole entire point about why we can't have these conversations. We're mm-hmm. all saying the same thing. We're just saying them different ways. Mm-hmm. And because you have your own viewpoint and your right. own way of looking at things and looking at things, that you can't hear what the other person is saying. Oh, no, I hear you. No, I I'm, hear just, you. I'm not yeah. talking about you in yeah. general or yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In this room, Are you talking about I like on a broader on a scale. Collective you you pointed at both of them. Were you talking about me? I'm saying collectively, <laughs> oh, okay. not right. you as in anyone <laughs> okay. in this right. room. We gotta make yeah. I just mean that, like, we all, if you think about right. it, you pull back, and even when you go back and you listen to this, you're going to hear that literally we're all saying And I agree the same with thing. that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we also need to take into account, though, their. People have different boundaries. There used to be a time if you said anything to me, I'm going to slap you in your face. Now, somebody else might not have thought that way. Right. Listen, I mean, and that, that's just a harsh truth. <laughs> I'm going to think before I slap you now. Okay. Right? right. But it used right. to be a time where it was like, if you say anything to me, I'm slapping you in your face. The same girl, the same age uh, that thought different, I'm not slapping anybody. I'm not, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you? We have to understand that there are people that just have different boundaries or different ways of how they even want to deal with stuff. So I don't think there's a, I don't think we can say, oh, I don't, I don't want to go there. But it's kind of like, that was his lifestyle. He lived by a certain creed. He felt tried. He felt da da da. So, so in you his kill mind, everybody you feel tried. Watch by? this. But what I'm saying is that is his lifestyle. So I'm that saying, is his. If that was his, his understanding. If that's his lifestyle, if that's the way he deals, and his boundary is that I kill people. Right. Every time he's tried, he kills someone. Well, and and that's what's. That, but that's, that's the, what's that's happening the conversation. now. It used to be, you know, long, 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 long time ago. You know, you lose a fight, you you lost a fight. And you right. went home. Yep. You went home. Iced it up. You're now. Yeah. But dealt now, with your mom about it. Yeah. It's not over till I win. Right. That's the new boundary. And you but, can't accept the loss. But I the thing is, the but loss. the thing is, there's some people that live that way, and then there's other others of us that don't live right. that way. You get what I'm saying? That's not my thought process. So I think we have to first identify who we're talking to and what their boundary, you get what I'm saying, what it is, because that's that makes the difference in what they'll do or not do. And that's why they're telling people, if you bring up, like, for the 6 9 situation. Right. They're telling people, if you ain't in the streets. Right, if you ain't part, if you ain't Don't come like out this, here. Don't come out here. Because the rules like are different. Like yes. The rules are different. I, I, Consequences, too. You're right. Because I know I'm not built like that. No, sir. No, I'm not. This is such thing as knowing. <laughs> 
Oh, you what? You know who my cousin is. Right. And, and participate. <laughs> exactly. Me, I'm a phone caller. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> we all right. got one of those. There you go. Yeah. I know how to press 911. Oh, no, I was talking about calling my uncle. Oh, I know how to call them. I know how to call the, cool, yeah. the homies, too. Yeah. But, it's, uh, but like you said, I knew... I wasn't part of that. I wasn't built yeah. to be part of that. Yeah. And like you said, once you cross that line, it's like, yo, you saying you built to be, like you said, with mm-hmm. the rapper 6ix9ine who's locked up now, who allegedly is spilling the beans mm-hmm. because as somebody He's said- everybody. One, yeah, as somebody allegedly. said- Allegedly. You know, as someone said in one of our previous episodes, once they throw that 20 years in front of you, you say, you know what? I think I have something we can discuss. <laughs> as, the, as the Chicago said, at the 47th hour. Right. You know what I mean? The voice did say. Right. Bing, yeah. bing. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I think my client is ready to discuss some things with yeah. you. What are we talking before he opens yeah. his mouth? You see what I'm saying? And you look at all of that and you say, wow. In this case, the bottom line, senseless killing, like you said, Shakira, oh, I hear you snitched. You ain't going to call me a snitch. Let me go get the gat and bring the right. heat back. And now I'm going to take your life and attempt to take two other people's lives that are just standing here with you. Mm-hmm. Different boundaries. Quick point. Flying back in from vacation. Uh, I fly into Miami and it's 11 o'clock, 1130. We sit on the... We sit on the runway in the plane for two hours, mm. and they cancel the flight. Mm. So everybody's in that line to see how you're going to rebook, hotel, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So there's this one um, guy of a different hue. Um, oh, you talk so eloquently. <laughs> oh, I wish we had the camera. White man? Is that what we're trying to say? White man? So there's this white man okay. going off. I thought I was playing Jeopardy. Who is a white man? (laughs) (laughs) He's going off. Right. So another white man says, hey, man, why don't you, we all in this. They they working as fast as they can. Why don't you just chill? Who you talking to? I'm talking to you. You just need to be quiet. You know, well, make me be quiet. Shut me up. He says, look, and the guy says, listen, I can come over there and shut you up. You don't want this. So they and so then they stop. And then the guy who was doing all the ruckus, he's talking under his breath. Mm -hmm. And so the other white guy says, yeah, just just stay over there and talk under your breath. You fine. Just talk under your breath. And I'm standing there thinking. If these were brothers. Mm. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about tussling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If these were brothers. Right. That's. You know, just the fact of the matter that we know this, we yeah, is not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? That we know this, and and the end result of our show today is there is no result. Hmm. <laughs> we trying to find it, but we can't find it. But I believe we need to be a voice. I believed DL's trying to talk about it. What up, DL? Steve is trying to talk about it. Hello, Mr. Harvey. People are trying to have these conversations. Hello, Mr. Joyner. And it's the fact that... What was that? I mean, what's going on here? What I'm saying is... But these are saying hello? Hey. No, these are black... Hey, Uncle Steve. These are black men, black journalists, black, you know... Commentators. Right. Who are are not afraid. They're putting it out there. Right. Okay. How do we try to figure this out? Yeah. Back in the day, Louis Farrakhan did find a way... To create the Million Man March. No incident at all. Over a million black men and men of color, because it was Hispanic men and everybody, got together in Washington, D.C. And it was an experience beyond experience. And no incidents whatsoever. None. Men from different states. Mm -hmm. None. And that's what needs to happen again. If that happened then... It can happen now, especially with the state of hip hop, the state of the arts and the state of the media and the social platforms that are out there. You can't say the word didn't get out. We didn't have social media back then. Right, and right. the right. word got out. Right. Sure did. It definitely the did. word I remember getting on the Amtrak train from Philadelphia, packed, you know, and and and, and looking at other brothers. What's up, man? Yo, what's <laughs> up? You were like, Wow, we gonna do this. Okay. You see what I'm saying? We can do it again. Bigger and better now. You know what I mean? And take a stance and saying, why are we here? Let's not just do it to mute R. Kelly. 
Let's just not do it just to me too. Right, right, right. You see what I'm saying? To black lives matter, to right. blue lives matter. The bottom line is we matter. Mm-hmm. And we got other communities, people of non-color looking at us like, we ain't got to do nothing. We gonna, they going to kill themselves. Yeah. As they said back in the day in a documentary, and cover your kids' ears if they're listening, these are going to kill themselves. Don't worry about it. They are kill themselves. And that's what's happening. We are slowly killing ourselves. And when we bring people of change, whether it's Martin Luther King or it's Nipsey Hussle that's trying to do something and change the narrative, we wind up killing them. Not saying a, a man of color killed Martin right, Luther right, King, right. but I'm saying we wind up killing them. This brother was a voice for the community. You see what I'm saying? And one of us killed him. Hmm. Over, like Shakira just said, he, he, he reacted. Ah! Mm-hmm. He didn't sure. think. He didn't put his process together. Now there's two black men that's gone. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Right. That's Whether he's true. going in the penile system, and that ain't going to be the glamorous life because survival ain't going to happen. In it. Again, this thing just keeps bleeding and bleeding, bleeding. and bleeding. You know, so... All I can say is maybe it starts in the studio. I don't know. But we need to figure out a way to recreate the Million Man March, recreate these conversations in our neighborhoods. Maybe we need to get together, Derek, as we always talk about, and go back in the hood and slowly start with this. Maybe we need to bring back the Guardian Angels and have that conversation. Something needs to happen, but it has to start somewhere and with us. Because I'll be real with you. Once you do get money... A lot of people don't do what Nipsey does. Yeah, that's true. true. A lot of people don't do that. And and no diss to Dr. Dre. You don't see Dr. Dre hanging out in the hood. You know what you see Dr. Dre doing? Donating money to USC. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Staying on the outskirts because of the fact that uh, to keep it real got this man killed. Yeah. Keeping it real got him killed. He came back and said, hey, I'm going to stay here and provide. And that got him. Had he... Had he did what everybody else does, which most of us do, we we move out. Mm-hmm. We roll to the hills. We come back and visit, but we stay out in them hills. And that's what happened. He lost his life for trying to keep it real, trying to make a way, trying to make a difference. And jealousy, envy, and hate is what killed him. That's what him. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Check us out on all our social media. Derek, go ahead. Give them your, your, your socials. Your Derek Trippler, D-E-R-E-K-T-R-I-P-L-E-T-T. Got it. I'm D. Lee. I'm KJ. Shakira's here. Talk to y'all soon. Blessings. Let's go. Hey guys, it's D. Lee. On behalf of the whole staff of the D. Lee Show podcast, we appreciate you listening. Please rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us on all our social media platforms. The D. Lee Show. Stay connected. Stay connected. Y'all should get connected. The D. Lee Show. The D. Lee Show. D. Lee Show. D. Lee Show. We are the podcast for radio. Radio.